0: Welcome to the Charlotte Business Podcast, the podcast where business owners in and around the Charlotte, North Carolina area share their stories, their struggles, and the obstacles they overcame in growing their business to success. We hope these stories are an inspiration to others wanting and trying to start their own businesses and give consumers a better understanding of our local business community. I am your host, Sebastian McShane. I'm here in Concord with Selina
1: Hallambeck. (laughs) Selina Helen. I'm sorry. I'm terrible (laughs) with names.
0: We're at her uh, yoga studio and massage therapy studio, Just Breathe in Concord. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Good.
0: So tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Um... So, I am originally from New Jersey. Okay. Um, I moved down here about 14 years ago to buy a house with my ex-husband. Um, and just before I moved down here, I did my first yoga teacher training. Okay. Um, Shortly after we moved down here, I got laid off from my job, which was in computers and uh, educational correlations. And so, I thought it was the perfect time to go to massage school. Mm-hmm. So, went to massage school and... Yeah, became a massage therapist. therapist. So,
0: what's, what, what's involved in going to massage school? Tell us a little bit about how that works.
1: Um, so in, every state has different laws, but in North Carolina, you have to have um 500 hours of training. Okay. Um, so I went to school full time, um, for six months, 500 hours of training, and then you have to take the national board certification. Okay. Um. After you pass the National Board Certification, you get your license, and then you can start practicing massage. You can't practice massage without a license in the state of North Carolina. Um, and then every <laughs> every two years, um, you have to do 24 hours of continuing education, so I'm constantly going back to school and learning more things about massage. Cool. And,
0: so it's a yeah. constantly improving and growing. Yes. yes. Ooh, that's cool. So what made you get into massage and yoga?
1: Um, so let's see, I guess it's been 15 or 16 years ago now, I met a girl, she was uh, she was dating a friend of mine, and she said, uh, we should go take a yoga class together, and I was like, I've always wanted to try yoga, so we did yoga together for about a year before uh, we, I, we did our first um, 200-hour yoga teacher training together mm-hmm. um, in New Jersey, and then, like I said, got laid off from my job when I moved here to North Carolina, and I thought massage mm-hmm. and yoga go pretty well together, so... Um that's what I decided to go to massage school. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So tell me about uh a little bit more about starting your business. How what was the process in getting the, all your material together? Your together. shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So um I've I've practiced massage um for quite a while, probably about 10 years in the Denver area, Denver, mm-hmm. North Carolina, before I opened a space. Um and yoga. I worked at gyms, and I worked at the Y, and um, eventually I just, after my son was born, I did, um, I traveled for massage, so I went to people's houses, and then I got tired of carrying my table around, so (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was uh, time to, you know, settle down and find a place, so I guess it was, um, it's been a little over three years. I found a a space to rent in Denver, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. upfitted it. Um, it was a much bigger studio space than this. So I had, um, several teachers who worked there. We had lots of classes and then, um, I was the only massage therapist there for a little while, um, until I got sick and then I hired another massage therapist. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. So how does, what's the correlation between yoga and massage?
1: Um, well, I just think there's a lot of like similarities well, one of the reasons my business is called just breathe is because i spend a lot of time teaching people how to breathe right? right so in a yoga class we learn how to breathe do breathing exercises we coordinate movement to breath and then in a massage i'm also reminding people to breathe and mm-hmm. you know um definitely in the deeper work you know telling people to breathe through breathing through pain is much easier than holding your breath yeah um So I think holistically, massage and yoga work really well together because um, it's just about treating the whole body. Both things are very good for dealing with things like depression and anxiety and, um, you know, mental health. And just then just becoming more aware of your body and Mm -hmm. how things affect your body. I think you get both of those things from massage and yoga.
0: Cool. What are some of the challenges you faced in starting your business?
1: So like I said, I started my business three years ago in Denver, North Carolina. Um, we had our grand opening in April. And then about a month later, my husband and I separated. Mm-hmm. So I was going through a separation, starting a new business, moved More a couple stress. of times. More stress. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you're a yoga teacher. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, right. Um, sometimes meditation helps and sometimes it's too much stress to meditate even, <laughs> but um, we're all a work in progress, right? Yeah. So, um, and then about, uh, eight months into owning the studio, or a little over a year, I guess, into owning the studio, um, eight months after my separation, I got really sick. Um, I got cryptococcal meningitis. It's a really rare wow. form of meningitis, a fungal meningitis, and I ended up in the hospital for two months. Oh, it's not and good. So, yeah, it's especially not good when you're running a business. Yeah. And you need to be there to make the money, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Yeah, so some really big challenges there in the beginning. Then when I got out of the hospital, I moved from Denver to Kanapolis, mm-hmm. And so I was running the business from the Denver business from Kanapolis. That's about an hour like drive. back yeah. and forth. Yeah, about 45 minutes. Yeah.
0: So. I can see why you opened in Concord. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So how how much with your um, illness and do you think it sets you back as to where you would be now?
1: Um, well, I mean, but, uh, yeah, financially it's, it's set me back quite a bit because I have a lot of medical bills. I had insurance at the time, luckily, but I still have, you know, over $10,000 in medical bills mm-hmm. as a result of that. Um, I didn't have another massage therapist working for me at the time. So all of them is the income from massage that I had been making was lost while I was in the hospital. Um, I did luckily have some really great teachers who pulled together and helped keep the yoga side of that business running, which awesome. was really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it also taught me a lot about what's important, mm-hmm. you know, what's important in life. And it is. Yeah. And that, well, that is, um, family, you know, uh, friends, life, living life to the fullest and, you know, Business is important, and what I do, uh, what I did for the Denver community, what I hope to do for this community, I think is really important, but also work isn't everything, right? right? <laughs> yeah. You have to
0: have life, too. Yeah. What type of yoga do you teach, and what types, of different types of yoga are there?
1: Okay, there are many different types of yoga, and um, I teach... The basis of what I teach is called hatha yoga, which is the idea of breath work, um, which is called pranayama, Mm -hmm. Um, asana, which is the movement, the postures that you see, and then meditation. They sort of all fit together. Um, I teach slower, more mindful classes. I'm not a power yoga teacher. I'm not a hot yoga teacher. We're not going to be like, you'll sweat in my class, but you're not going to move super fast right you know i like to take it slow i like to make sure people are safe i work with a lot of people who have um injuries and stress and they just want to come and relax and learn how to breathe so um i teach a deep stretch class um that's a lot of on the floor a lot less standing postures i do what i call just hatha yoga or regular yoga class which is going to be sometimes can be a harder class you might sweat in that class Mm -hmm. um and then i also teach a basics class like it's a really slow here's the foundations of what yoga is here's the foundations of the postures here's the beginning this is how we learn to breathe and you know this is how we learn to sit and meditate okay yeah
0: okay what about massage what kind of massage do you do
1: So um, I'm trained in my basic training. My 500 hours was in Swedish and neuromuscular Mm -hmm. massage. So I do a lot of work. Like I said, I like to work a lot with people who are in pain, people who have um, injuries. So I do deep tissue massage, which um, a lot of people think is like super painful massage, but it's really not. It's just about warming up the muscles and going deeper into the tissue. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I'm trained in uh, Thai massage, which I'm hoping to get started up here soon, which is more of a, it's closer to yoga. You're fully clothed, you lay on a mat on the floor and I stretch you, it's like oh, wow. passive stretching. Um, I'm trained in, like I said, neuromuscular, I, I love biology and the body and human anatomy and physiology. So I love to do anything that like works specifically with the muscles, and not. I will. I do a lot of full body massages, but I'm not a big Swedish massage therapist. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think relaxation is really important, um, but I also want to work out like your your kinks. Yeah, you did a <laughs> anyway. good job
0: on me today. Um, you gave me a 30 minute session for. Yeah. I just recently injured my back and my neck, and uh, I can right now. I can move my neck more than I have all week. That's fantastic. So, <laughs> that's really good. That's what I do. I do what that. I do. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. What would you say to someone who's afraid of getting a massage or taking a yoga class?
1: Yeah. Um, I actually get that a lot. I get a lot really? of people who um have never had a massage before or they're nervous about being touched or nervous about like, do I have to get naked and get on the table and um yeah, see? <laughs> so um for massage, I would say just come and try it. Do mm-hmm. 30 minutes with me. Um you're always gonna be covered decently. You know, you undress to your comfort level. I'm all about making people comfortable. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I offer 30-minute massages for massage. I say just try it. And the same thing with yoga. What I love about this new studio in Concord is it's smaller than my other one. Mm -hmm. And so I can only fit maybe seven people in this room. And so it's a much smaller, much more intimate session. More personable. Yeah. yeah. We do... um, I do small group sessions like four weeks at a time. And so you're going to be in a class with the same people for those four weeks. Mm -hmm. So you get to know the people in your class. You get a little bit more attention, personal attention from me as the teacher. Um, And one of the things I loved about yoga when I started doing yoga was Nobody's paying attention to what you're doing on your mat, right? right? It's not like being in a step class or an aerobics class at the gym where there's all those mirrors. Yeah. And like I was always the one trying to hide out in the back, like so nobody could see me tripping over the step. <laughs> 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 and when I started doing yoga, nobody cared what I was doing on my mat. And I loved that. That was like, I felt comfortable,
0: you okay. know. Now, when someone starts and has never done yoga before, what's the process? I mean, you just throw them into a class. do you-
1: so, and that's what I, like Like I said, what I love about this studio, we work in series. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a basic series for people who have never done yoga before, but most of my classes are accessible to brand new people because mm-hmm. um, I talk you through poses and that's why I'm a slower, more mindful teacher. That's why I don't teach power yoga because there's no time in those classes when you're moving so fast. Yeah. There's no time to stop and explain to someone how they get into a post safely I and mean, I'm I'm all about doing it safely. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Don't know one. Why anyone getting hurt doing yoga? Yeah. That kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> when someone comes for you for a massage, uh-huh. what's the protocol for like tipping and
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I get that question a lot. Everybody wants to know if they should tip or how much they should tip. Um and there's a lot of debate about that in mm-hmm. the massage world, like I'm, I'm a massage therapists. Um, but I own this business, right? So right. I set my prices at what I need to survive. And I don't ever expect tips. Um, if someone wants to give me a tip, that's great. People often ask me, what is a good tip? Anywhere between five and $20 is like the average tip. Yeah. Um, I feel like when you work at a spa, um, when you're working for someone else and, you know, they're paying $75 for a massage and the therapist is maybe only making $15 of that, then a tip is way more appreciated. Right. Um, at my studio, if I charge $75 for a massage, I that's all my money. Right? right. So I don't need a tip. I never expect tips. Even when I work in a spa setting, I never expect tips because, you know, you're basically just setting yourself up for disappointment if people don't tip. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I always liked it. I I never want someone to stay away because they think they have to pay and also tip. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, I'd definitely rather not have a tip and have you come in and feel better. Okay. And be tipped. Makes sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and if you do a really good job and you make me feel better, then I like tip you too.
1: Right. I mean I'm I as much as I I'm never really going to turn down money. <laughs> I do have all those medical pills I just told not right. about. So if you want to tip me, that's totally cool. But I'm never expecting it. And I'm never offended if I'm not tipped. Okay. Yeah.
0: Sounds reasonable. <laughs> okay. So what do you wish you had known before you started out about the business that you would have helped you or that you know had to learn?
1: Um, I think knowing that setting boundaries, uh-huh. like um, knowing that it's okay to, to set boundaries, to have a cancellation policy, um, to in, in the beginning, when I started my massage business, I was very much like, you tell me when you want to come and I'll, and I'll make it work. Okay. Um, I think when owning, when I opened the studio, owning a place, um, having a child, you know, my son's 11 now, but when I started the business, he was like seven or eight, um, not it's okay to not make myself available 24 7 to my clients i think that was a, a thing that i needed to learn okay set operation hours and stick to them you know that kind of thing
0: it must be really frustrating to when someone says oh, i'll make an appointment for such and such time and then they don't show up yes yeah <laughs> yeah
1: that is, it is it doesn't happen a lot it's um it's pretty rare uh but it has happened occasionally and you know it's uh a cancellation policy okay. helps with that. Yeah. Yeah. So how
0: does that work for you?
1: Um, well, so I just uh, I just started a cancellation policy. So it's basically like um, you have 24 hours before your massage to let me know if you're going to cancel. If you have to cancel and reschedule, that's fine. We can do that once and I'm not going to charge you. But then after that, um, I'm going to charge you because yeah. I'm here. Yeah, you exactly. know, My time is is important. That's another thing. I, you know, mm-hmm. that's part of the setting boundaries thing. Is my time is important as well. Yeah, and um, I think a lot of that too came from what I was telling you about when I was sick. It's like yeah. you learn what's important in life, and um, yeah, I I make the time to come in. I expect my clients to yeah. show up. It's only fair that they do. If you're, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah,
0: you got to come in and open the shop and yeah. turn on the lights, and it takes money, and right? <laughs> yeah, some people forget about that. I think just, I
1: think so too. Yeah.
0: Some people are really selfish in this world, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> um, what are some of your unique skills that help you start your business?
1: Um, I think uh my ability to connect connect with people mm-hmm. I think um yeah, I think I can connect really easily with people I think um I just, I'm not really good at bragging on myself, but I think I have a lot of empathy and compassion, and I feel like people can tell that or I hope they can mm-hmm. and so I think those skills, especially in this work where you have hands on people. When you're teaching people how to um how to become more self aware, I think that's those are really important skills in the work that I do. Yeah.
0: You kind of have to have all that to do this kind of work. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a real desire to help people. You know, when I was um when I was younger, if you'd asked me what I was going to be when I grew up, I would have told you I was going to be a doctor, a writer, and a comedian. <laughs> I thought I was really funny, but um, as I got older, I realized I'm not really that funny. <laughs> I still like to write. Um, and when I got to high school, I realized I I don't like vomit, so I'm probably not going to make a very good doctor, right? Um, then I had to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life. Right. But I always knew that I wanted a job helping people. hmm you know, people. When I was really young, people would talk about what the meaning of life was, and I always thought the meaning of life. My opinion from a really young age was the meaning. The meaning of life is um, pretty personal. to Everyone. Mm-hmm. It's what you make it, and I Not knew. Not a money Python movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that my meaning in life was to help people. I just didn't always know how. Right. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, share some of your favorite memories about starting your business.
1: Um. Jeez. Well, I mean, so uh even before I opened a studio, I was um I worked for myself. So, um, and that started with massage. Mm-hmm. And my very first massage client, actually, I'm not gonna call him a client because um I never charged him. And I started working on him after I passed the national board certification, but before I actually got my license. So until you have a license, you can't charge people for massage. Right. Um but I used to work on this little boy. He was ten years old. Um, he had thyroid cancer, and him and his mom would come to me, and I I worked on him uh, like a couple of times a week for a good year or so. Wow. Because um, he would have a lot of pain right before or right after he'd have his radiation treatments. He'd have he was on medication for his thyroid when he went off of that medication, it caused caused cause him a lot of pain. Um, He's like 22 years old now, 23 years old, living in Florida and riding a motorcycle. And
0: awesome.
1: yeah, I mean, um, so a lot of good stories about helping people. And then when I opened my first studio, and even this studio is just that first time when it's finished and I'm in it alone and it, like just the, the potential that it has, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Did you uh, create this space yourself or... Was it her? Um,
1: so this space, the rooms were all set up the way they are. Um, we put the floor in, but the baseboards were already there. So mm-hmm. I think we did. And, you know, we put in the the cubbies and like the little decorative pieces. It's still a bit of a work in progress mm-hmm. here. I think we're adding to it all the time. But, um, yeah, the bones for this place were here.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um. What do you think are the most common reasons for people failing or giving up?
1: Uh, fear. I think fear is the biggest one. Okay. Um, and then money, you run out of money or you're afraid you're not going to make money or, you know? Yeah. But I think fear is a big one. Um, mm. and work ethic, mm. right? I think some people want to own a business and work for themselves because they don't want to work for other people, but they also don't necessarily have the, the work ethic. Right. Yeah. I see. I'm in a lot of groups on Facebook, a lot of massage therapist groups, a lot of yoga teacher groups. And I, unfortunately I see a lot of people who don't want to do the work. They don't want to call clients back. Wow. They don't want to. Yeah. I saw this one post on there. There was a girl who was really mad. She posted she was ranting because, um, a client called and left a message and asked to be called back. And she said, all my information's online. Why can't you just go online and find that information? But some people need a personal connection. Yeah. You know, some people want to talk to you and know you're a real person and don't just want to see that stuff online. So I think putting in the work to some extent is also.
0: Sounds like some massage therapists and yoga teachers need to learn marketing.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, for most of us, that's not really our strong suit, I'd say. I mean, the business part of, this business is the hardest part for me right? because I, I do just, I just want to do yoga and rub people all day. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have to pay the bills and, you know, do the marketing and all of that stuff, but it, it's part of the business.
0: Um, what's a common myth about your business or field that you want to debunk?
1: Okay. So for yoga, it's the people who tell me I'm not flexible enough to do yoga mm. because that's why we do yoga. Well, it's part of the reason. It's a small part of the reason you do yoga, but you don't have to be flexible to do yoga. You gain flexibility as you do it. Right. But meditating and breathing, those are also parts of yoga. And it's not all about the postures or what you see on TV. You know, it's not all about the exercise of it. It's a lot of the, the mental part of it and the learning yourself part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for massage, it's that it has to be painful. I've seen, I've seen so many clients who were like, Oh, I went to this therapist and they worked on me so deeply and I cried all the time. And I was like, you should never be crying in a massage, right? right? If you're, (laughs) if I'm, if I'm working on you so much that you feel like you need to cry or tense up, it's sort of defeating the whole purpose of the massage, right? (laughs) It's, It's doing the opposite of what I want to accomplish. So in the massage world, I think the no pain, no gain attitude is what I like to, yeah. it's no pain, no pain, right? Right. If you're not, if I'm not causing you pain, then you're not going to be in any extra pain.
0: I think there's kind of a misconception of some people have too, that it's supposed to be painful when you're getting right. a massage.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think it's like I said to you earlier, this the, maybe we want the hurt so good feeling yeah. if we're working on, and if you have an issue, if you have a point of pain, um, you, it never, you should never want to cry. You should never want to punch me. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, what are some of the resources that helped you along the way in getting your business going?
1: Uh, it's mostly just my people, mm-hmm. right? Um, family and friends who helped me paint the first studio, paint it and get it ready. Um, build furniture, all of that stuff. Uh, the Facebook groups like I said the people on there some of them are crazy but some of them are really good and helpful um yeah just all the people in my life my boyfriend who was there for me when I was sick and who has been there for me opening the studio in Concord and helping me through all of this cool yeah my son who's like He's so sweet and empathetic, and like he can just look at me and know if I need a hug, and you know, oh, yeah,' <laughs> like it
0: takes after his mom yeah. <laughs> okay, what's one thing that came out of your journey in growing your business that you didn't expect?
1: yeah, uh the move to Concord, right, yeah. so uh I had the studio in Denver, I had a three year lease on that um at about one year in I got sick um two and a half years in. I sold the contents of that studio to someone and like well, that was last August mm-hmm. sold the contents of the studio and was planning to completely walk away from owning my own business. And, uh, well, about one week into that decided I couldn't work for someone else. So I started looking for a place in Concord or, you know, in the Kannapolis Concord area because I live in Kannapolis. Um, and here I am again opening a studio, but uh, it's the starting over. I was in Denver for 13 years. Wow. I had been massaging there for 13 years and worked at local gyms and worked at the Y and knew a lot of people in the community. So it just starting over again and um, building a new community in this area is yeah. pretty unexpected. <laughs> yeah,
0: I bet. And I'm sure a lot of your clients from Denver didn't follow because of the travel. Not
1: a lot of them because it is it is a 45-minute drive at yeah. least to come here from Denver. And um, But the really interesting thing is um, some clients that I had in Denver have moved this way. Oh, cool. Some clients that I had in Denver stopped seeing me while I was still in Denver, and now I see them here. So that's been really cool. Oh, like neat. the the guy who helped me find a studio, he's a commercial realtor. He moved to Charlotte and he works in Concord um probably a good six months before I decided to move out here. So he helped me find this place and he comes to me here. and His girlfriend comes to me here. So um it's it's a little bit of like there I do have a couple of people who come here from Denver, which mm-hmm. I think is a huge compliment. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, but mostly just starting over, yeah.
0: Yeah. So you had to start completely over then. Have you sold everything before?
1: I did because wow. I wasn't, I know, <laughs> I didn't really think that through. I wasn't planning to open another space. So, yeah, I sold all the bolsters and the blankets and the blocks and all the contents of the other studio. And wow. then I came here and I was like, why oh, did I do that? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess now I need to get all those things all over again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, a, yeah, that's the most unexpected yeah. thing about
0: all of well, this. It does sound like the universe kind of. Put everything in line for you yes. to, to continue. Too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay. This is our shotgun round. This is just some questions we ask pretty much everybody. And it's just more for fun than anything else. Okay. So let's do the shotgun round. Um, if you could turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell her?
1: I would tell her uh, not to settle. Um, yeah. and uh, And to not let fear stop you. I was... Like I said, I was a pretty, uh, I was painfully shy as a child, mm-hmm. like had a really hard time talking to people and starting conversations. And the only way to get past that is to just do it. I think, yeah. um, the more you do it, the easier it gets. I try, it's what I try to tell my son now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, to, to go for what you want and to not settle. Life's too short.
0: Yeah. That's cool. What's the most important thing you've learned in your life? so Uh,
1: That's
0: a tough question. Do I have an answer there? I
1: think so. Not really. Um, I wanted to say love, but my boyfriend told me that was cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, kind of, yeah, like, I mean, I do. You can have a certain amount of love for all people, but to also have boundaries around that, like, you don't necessarily have to be in love with everyone, and your love for everyone doesn't have to make you a pushover. Right. That's true. I agree. Yeah.
0: You can be empathetic toward people and yes. have, you know, love for them being human. Right. But you don't have to go overboard and exactly. That's exactly <laughs> be right. in love with everyone. <laughs> right. Um, what's your best tip for making the world a better place?
1: Kindness, obviously. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, kindness and having compassion. Um, and a little bit realizing that, you know, it's not all about you.
0: Cool. What's the best compliment you've ever received?
1: Okay, This. so... Um, I went to a friend's house for a book club. This was a few years ago. And um, she introduced me to her friend and the friend said, oh, you must be the athletic one. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think anyone has ever called me athletic in my whole life. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because I do yoga and yeah. I was working out at the time, I guess. See, people see me that way now. But it, that was really hard for me to, I was a really awkward child. Really? I was really clumsy. And <laughs> really awkward. And um, yeah, so I think that was a pretty big compliment. <laughs> That's cool, cool.
0: All right. If you could have dinner with any three people, living or dead, who would they be and okay. why and what would you talk about?
1: Okay. So um, the first one would be my grandfather, my mother's father. He was um, an Irish immigrant and he died when she was five. So I never got to know him. And I just think that he, would have some really fascinating stories to yeah, tell. Yeah, bit. Um so uh the second one would be my father. Um I didn't meet him until I was 17 years old mm. and he died about it's, it's going on 13 years ago. He was um he was much older than my mother. He lived he was in the war the war during World War II. Wow. Um I'm half black. I don't know if that's obvious or not. People think I am you know, a lot of different things, but um, I think it would be really interesting. I wish I had talked to him more. It'd be really interesting to know um, what it was like to be a black man in yeah. the war in America, even at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting. Right. <laughs> so many questions I didn't ask him because I was just too, right. too young and, you know. Um, and then the third one is my boyfriend's dad. Um, he passed away. It'll be two years ago in May, and I had basically just met him when he got sick. Um, he got sick and, and passed away really quickly. So, uh, But what I knew about him, he was funny. Uh, he worked a lot of different jobs. I think we would have had a lot in common. Yeah. I would have liked to get to know him. Yeah. Cool.
0: Cool. guess yeah. okay, Selena, how can people get up with you?
1: Um, I am. I have a website, justbreathenc.com. Okay. I'm also on Facebook uh facebook.com backslash just breathe nc. Um I have an Instagram page. I don't I'm so bad at technology. I don't really <laughs> know what it is. It's like just breathe massage and yoga, I think. Uh-huh. On Instagram. <laughs> um and then they can call me. 7045300687. Okay. Um you can call and text me. But um Facebook is really the thing I keep most updated. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so what's your schedule like for classes and things?
1: Um, so we have a, right now we have a deep stretch class going on on Sundays at um, 1030. We do have a little bit of space left in that class. Mm-hmm.
0: How often do you start a new class?
1: Um, every four or five weeks. So what we've been doing with the deep stretch, because um, this is our third our third four-week series for mm-hmm. the deep stretch class, is um, we do four weeks on and then we take a week off. Um, as we go into the spring and the summer, we'll probably do longer uh, longer series, like uh, six or eight weeks instead of just four weeks at a time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. Right. Yeah. Appreciate you being on my podcast.
1: Well, thank you for having me on your podcast. Awesome. Nice to
0: see you and uh, wish you continued growth and success. Thank you. Appreciate it.